Welcome to episode 8, season 3 of the Fantasy Football Hangover podcast. This week, we're trying to work out who Frank Lampard is related to. We ask, should you ever take a panicker penalty? No. We speak to a five-year-old in a den, and we look ahead to both game weeks 9 and 10. Oh yes. Let's go. Hello and welcome to Season 3, Episode 8 of the Fantasy Football Hangover Podcast. We are back together. I am with Rich Clark. Hello, Rich. Hey, Rob. Nice to be reunited as a three. Yeah, it's been a while. And Will is here too. You all right, Will? Yeah, all good. All good. Sick of international football. Yes, that's that's a good point. It's Wednesday. It's ahead of, I think it's the last run of... Nations League fixtures tonight. Does anyone know what Nations League means? Does anyone care? I used to when we were good at it, but we're no good at it now. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the the limited interest has waned. We actually picked it up a while, didn't we, for it being a nice um, semi-competitive alternative to meaningless friendlies. But it seems <laughs> to be paired with a higher volume of meaningless friendlies. Yeah, and no one understands how it works or when it runs. I say I didn't feel anything when England. I don't know what they did they lost but I don't know what that means but you know normally in a tournament you're a bit like ah oh, that's a bit gutting but just didn't care yeah I think it's where it's positioned within the season as well I just and also within Covid I just think everyone's a bit like well, why are they even going because traveling around the world is so stupid and dangerous like why don't they just stay at home like everyone else is yeah yeah, completely. And the volume of COVID cases that have come out of this um, series of international friendlies that will impact FPL directly is ridiculous, isn't it? Salah, yeah. Elneny, Doherty, maybe Son. Did you it's see switching sports slightly? Did you, see, did you see the Fiji rugby team? No. no. They had to postpone a game because they had 29 cases within their squad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's it I mean, it's so stupid. I just don't understand why they're doing all this international sport. Like, it can't be a money thing, can it? I don't know. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Point. I don't know how that's financial as well. It's obviously broadcasting revenue, but I can't imagine the Nations League is pulling huge numbers. There might be, a, yeah. Sponsors, a maybe a sponsorship thing. Um, yeah. But, it, I, I, you know, just don't do the friendlies as well. Why, why bother with the friendlies? Anyway, yeah, I, think, I could go on about this for ages, but I just think it's stupid. Elite sport continues, as do elite podcasts. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and do ours. You have, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That too. Do you both have 60 seconds spare to share some tips? Oh, yeah. I think I can make the time. Rich, kick us off. Okay, I've gone safe. I've gone with Bruno Fernandes. He's a uh, 25% owned, so pretty high. He got two goals and assists last game, and he's got some nice fixtures. Also got three bonus points. West Brom at home is Plum, Southampton, West Ham. He's good. Jack Grealish, undeniable at the minute, playing out of his skin. Uh, played brilliantly last game, three assists in the last two games, and he has got Brian at home. Go. Okay, who? <laughs> Me, I'll go. <laughs> 
I've gone for Reese James, right back at Chelsea United. Uh, 5 million, 12% owned, Newcastle, Spurs and Leeds next, attacking and a consistent pick. And then I've gone for Yuri Tillemans at Leicester City. 6.4 million, only 2.2% owned. They've got Liverpool next, but then they've got Fulham, Sheffield United, Brighton. Go, Will. Right, I've gone Jamie Vardy. He's rested after not playing international football and facing a much depleted Liverpool defence. And then I have mirrored Rob with Bruno Fernandes versus West Brom, simply because their defence is so weak. Uh, 17 goals conceded this season. Done. <laughs> you mixed the Clarks there, Will. You mirrored Rich. Oh, yeah. whatever. Mirroring Easily Rich. Easily done. Easily done, yeah. Double yeah. double Fernandez. Double um, yeah, he's got to be a standout captain choice this week, hasn't he? Really? Yeah. I, what, what West Brom just goals? leaking goals. Yeah. yeah. Who else has he got going forward? Uh, Southampton away, West Ham away. Which you know you'd fancy them to score in those games, and he he looks the most likely route in at the minute. Yeah, I think it's really interesting actually because um, I was looking at defenses. And uh, West Brom have conceded 17 goals, as have Leeds. And then, do you know who's got the second worst defence in the league? Merseyside Reds? Yeah, Merseyside Reds. Liverpool have conceded 16 goals. um, And now they've got Gomez, Van Dijk, Robertson and Trent out. And then, obviously, they've got Henderson, Fabinho and Salah all potentially out. Well, Salah's... We're waiting on his next COVID test. So... It's, right now. Oh, is Robertson okay now? Yeah, he's available for Scotland tonight. So, which is weird because it said it was a hamstring injury, which isn't normally a couple of days, is it? But no, definitely not. No, I thought. Um, I can't remember who picked Vardy. Was that you, Will? Yes, it was, was me. A, that was a very good shout. Their fixtures are pretty amazing, and I thought actually Castagna must be coming back soon. He's got yeah. a feature because uh, obviously they've got a tricky tie this weekend. But after that. It's just and for Fana as well, I thought he looks pretty good. He looks great, doesn't he? Got, he looks you'd think he'd be cheap for a youngster, but he, I think he's a five million job. But, he is. I mean, Tillemans is a bit of a pump, but he could be that differential, you know, that two point two percent owned, and he he keeps popping up every other game and getting double figures, and it obviously scored against England for Belgium. I don't know. I just feel like he was a much more attacking threat, and it's sort of the end of his first season because I think he joined in January or something, didn't he? on loan but a couple of seasons back but yeah I, I don't know he could be a good punt like their midfield Barvey Hans your old friend Rich is also <laughs> decent isn't he, he, he well, he's, yeah. a, he's a frustrating FPL pick because he's very yeah. hot and cold so you're kind of always thinking I'll give him one more week he's one of those players I'll give him one more week I'll give him one more week and then you ship him out and he scores but Tielemans because Madison hasn't really done it in FPL yet I know he's coming back from that injury so Tielemans yeah. is, is a good shout as that guy getting on the end of stuff yeah, he was so good at the start, wasn't he, when he first joined uh, in an FPL capacity because he was fairly cheap and he just was banging them in. So, yeah, fantastic. So, uh, Sorry, well, go on. I was going to say, is anyone looking at Che Adams? Um, he's three goals in four games and 5.9 million and it 4.4% ownership at time of recording, which is kind of mad. Yeah, yeah, I was actually, because I've got fixture proof, Callum Wilson. This hamstring injury, so I was thinking of getting rid of him maybe for Che Adams or um, is it Watkins? Ollie Watkins, at, at yeah, it's a good shout. Yeah, Watkins, I just bought in on my wild card for uh, Wilson, exactly that. Their fixtures, Villa's fixtures are ridiculous, really good fixtures. 
um, which is sort of hence the Grealish pick. Have you guys got Grealish? Have you yep. put him in? Yeah, I brought him in in my wild cards a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I haven't got. I've got Ross Niles Barkley, which is again a sort of differential. Who's who's got? Uh, sorry to rub salt into the wounds, which but got forward a lot against Arsenal. He was really attacking. So I'm kind of I don't know. I might hold on to him. Um, yeah, I think that's good. He would. But him and Grealish were fantastic against Arsenal. They just completely ran the game. Yeah, it's a good shout. Are you enjoying your wildcard freedom over an international break? That's a nice thing to do on an international break, actually, isn't it? Yeah, I made the decision after the first the first England fixture and it's been lovely, actually. I can't stop tinkering, though. Um, <laughs> my current debate is I've currently got Salah out and Saka out and in Fernandez and Grealish, but I want to be able to bring Salah back at some point. I just don't know how I can do that. Unless I sacrifice KDB, but City's fixtures conversely are very, very good as well. Yeah. So we were talking about the um, the COVID thing, and, and this is purely based on Instagram research. So I don't know how concrete it is, but I think it's every five days, isn't it? Players don't have to isolate for fourteen days as you or I would if if we if we contracted it. So Salah could be all right. I think that's still the rumor, isn't it? Yeah, I think they they're doing tests regularly, aren't they? So I think if they have it and then you have maybe two negatives in five day within a five day window or something, then you're clear. But um, it's about as clear as the tier system was. So who, who knows? <laughs> yeah, I suspect he'll play at the weekend. They won't. I mean, they haven't got a whole lot of other bodies to call on. It's a big um, old. It's a big old game as well against Leicester. Um, Leicester City. Yeah, they need a they need a win from that Liverpool really. Um, otherwise, Leicester have won the league. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of winners, we should uh, have a look at our our leagues and uh, who the winners are and where they're. It feels like a long time ago, doesn't it? Game. Yeah, well, I must say, Rob, your segue game is on fire today. Congratulations! I've had three coffees. That's why. <laughs> Firing me through this. Buzzing. Join the Fantasy Football Hangover FPL League using the code Q4LH9M. That's Q4LH9M. Yummy, yummy football. So, uh, we in our in our regular league for one and all, we had the fantastically named Lights Camera, as in Beyonce Camera, um, he of Ear Celebration fame at Fulham, uh, action uh, with 97 points. Had celebrated Doherty on 12 points, which he might have to change up now because he's recently contracted COVID, hasn't he? Yeah. Zayek, Fernandez, Kane, captain. Solid team all over the pitch. Only Rodriguez in midfield letting him down with two points. So well done. Lights, camera, action. Yeah, good result there. And then in our All-Star League, um, just to quickly recap on that. So Chris Stark, who was our lovely guest a couple of weeks ago if you haven't heard that episode then do tune in uh chris stark's morning horns are still languishing third from bottom but they did pick up a respectable 62 points so um not bad there and then uh who was the game week winner rob our friend king pierce shaw who joined us on the podcast probably about a year ago wasn't it back in the heady days of sweet sweet freedom and we'd sit in a room and drink beer together um, he has been in Madrid for the majority of um, lockdown, recently came back to London for a bit of work, perhaps not the best timing, but um, yeah, he actually sent us a little note on a few tips, which I will play to you now. It's got 
Rudy Pop's language for anyone listening with uh, young ears in, in shot. Here we go. First of all, I'd like to say a big fuck you to Craig Redfern listening in uh, Australia. I'm sure he's having a great day. Um, tips for listeners of why I've just become such a fucking kingpin this year. I think, first of all, I, I'm living in Spain, so I think I've experienced a bit of a different culture uh, in the fantasy football game. You know, I've picked up a few tips um, locally, uh, seeing what the La Liga boys are doing, and um, you know, I just adopted a different formation and a different approach to to the whole game, really. Uh, it's just been a, a bit of an eye-opener to see to see what goes on out here and I've just applied that to my team Gangsters Allardyce and um, I feel like we've introduced a bit of flair a bit of panache and yeah I suppose I suppose I'd I'd, I'd, um, I'd tell everyone I'd urge everyone to come over here and, and just to broaden their horizons really and just look at see how how other cultures do things you know let's just not get locked down to 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 English football the classic four four two, like yeah have a little look and see, see what's going on elsewhere. Um, what else has been going on? I suppose as well, Forest have been so shit this year. I've um, really directed all my attention to fantasy football because to me, normal football means nothing anymore. I'm just not interested in, in what happens in the championship. Like They can all go fuck themselves as well, to be honest. They're in the same boat as Craig Redfern. So, yeah, I think they're, they're, my, two, they're my two tips, to be honest. Um, long may it continue. Or Craig, whoever Craig is. It's very unfair to criticise some guy in Australia. Yeah. But um, yeah, okay, well, we'll all move to Spain and get an understanding of foreign culture. That's the way to play it. It sounds like an open invite to uh, KPS's place, doesn't it? Maybe we do a remote uh, a remote recording session from his villa or his, his heights in Spain. I, I don't believe him. So I think he's... Cause, so for people who don't know, Keane is a, is a director. He's just directed the latest FIFA... Uh, 21 ad amongst yeah. other things but and so he spends a lot of time with footballers so I think he's getting the inside track I think he's getting messages from Matty Cash yeah mates with him isn't he he's yeah. getting messages from people and I think he knows he knows the score so basically we'll post his team up I think just copy his team for the rest of the season <laughs> and you'll be all right yeah yeah it sounds like good advice to me yeah he's um yeah, I think he recently played a wild card as well. I think he had that bounce back sort of two, three weeks after a wild card, which well, is always good. Yeah, he's currently ranked 199th thousandth in the world okay. uh, and is uh, lagging behind Magnus Carlsen at the top of our league through chess grandmaster, still top, uh, who scored a not so great 59 points uh, and is on 507 points total. So there's there's that league recapped. Go on, the grandmaster. Cream's rising to the top, isn't it? FPL legend Magnus Carlsen strikes again. Has anyone um has anyone checked out Ben Foster's YouTube channel? No, I didn't know this no. was a so it's been it's caught it's been in the news this week because I don't I don't know if you've noticed, but um Ben Foster plays for Watford. Uh, down down in the championship and he has been posting on his youtube channel he's been posting in goal footage so he's been putting i think since like october something he's been putting gopros in his goal mouth and filming and then posting that up on youtube which 
is controversial. Um, it's great. The footage is wicked, but um, it's controversial because the EFL have kicked off about it because obviously they've got, you know, broadcast rights and whatever, and they get paid money by Sky and yeah. and Quest and whoever else uh, for, for their footage. So he's now had to, I think he's now like having to donate the income on YouTube to charity uh, and going forward, it will get, I think it's going to mind or another, um, like-minded charity which is great but um i will say i checked out his um youtube channel which is called the cycling goalkeeper so the cycling gk and he's brilliant he's uh, like proper personality so i would definitely go and check it out um it's really funny moments is he posting is it like good saves or is it him chatting to the camera as the ball gets cleared sort of thing what no it's just coverage of so from the goal basically so you sort of see the whole pitch and you see the ball coming in it's just really good angle but the other stuff he's posting on his channel is really entertaining just him around Watford and the training and messing around and stuff like that it's really it's just he's an entertaining guy um very funny but I know he plays FPL as well so um we should uh, try and get him on the show at some point. Yeah. He's, he's a good yeah, lad. Ben. Definitely. I'll check out YouTube. We should post the link as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah, nice. definitely. And then also the other bit of news is, it, other bit of EFL news, uh, is that there's five subs again for the rest of the season in the championship and below. So I think they're probably going to bring that in for the premiership, which will no doubt cause some issues in uh, FPL terms. Because uh, yeah. it did at the end of last season, didn't it? Lots of lots of uh, pet roulette, and um, yeah, that's true. Obviously, it's not all about us, but yeah, that could have a big influence on it. They should allow it should only be allowed after sixty minutes, unless you've got an actual visible injury. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's only fair, isn't it? Fifty ninth minute area. Yes, I like this idea, Rob. Yeah, it's um, oh, that's that's interesting. But then I guess it makes for you still got to have a decent bench, you know, it kind of adds to that argument, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess so. But they, the frustrating thing is when someone just gets brought on for 10 minutes and get you one point or whatever. Yeah, and you're hoping they don't get brought on. Yeah, that yeah. is. Yeah. That's the, the worst. And then uh, and then I absolutely love this stat from the week that I saw. Um, so Tony Pulis uh, has taken over at Sheffield Wednesday. Hmm. And... Um, did you know that since Lionel Messi scored his first goal for Barcelona, he has outscored Tony Pulis's teams 711 goals to 690? <laughs> that is such a good stat, Will. I absolutely love that. It's so good. I mean, Pulis is well known for uh, playing defensive football and not, not getting up there much, but that is just, I know, I mean, that's madness. 711 to 690. Love it. Ridiculous. Absolutely yeah, ridiculous. Solid though, and I reckon he'll probably get him out of out of a pickle. That's what they want, isn't it? Yeah. F Weds. Yeah, indeed. Um yeah, he'll 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 save them. I mean their 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 point deduction went down from twelve to six, so they're already in a better place. But um yeah, they're they're uh, they'll be joined by Sheffield United next season back in the championship, that's for sure. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the Sheffield Derby's back on, I think. Yeah. Poor old Sheffield United. You haven't got any Sheffield United players in your teams, have you? Not for me. No, no. I thought, thought they were bankers at the beginning of the season, didn't we? I think we, you know, maybe goalkeeper or defence are normally quite solid, aren't they? Obviously, Lundstrom last season, but 
No one yet. The only th- the only one that's I think worth looking at if he comes good is Brewster. Yeah. He's at 4.5 million if you just need to free up money and he might if he starts scoring he might go on a run but yeah. That's the only one. I do I do think they'll turn it around at some point. They've had tough games but yeah, keep one to keep an eye on but not not rush to I think at the moment. Get in touch on FF Hangover on Twitter. And on Fantasy Football Hangover on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. Um, have, have we uh, had a look at the mailbag for the week? Yeah. So have you guys had anyone get in touch? Yeah, you? we've got a couple of things. So uh, John O three six eight, and I'm assuming this is in reference to. I don't know if you guys watch. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here, or have seen Jordan North's um, problems that he's been having. Yeah, I was going to ask you about this. I keep seeing it on my socials about Turf Moor is my safe, happy place or something. Yeah. So is that that what it is? So Jordan North was um, selected for the task on, uh, I think it was Monday, and he had to lie in a pit of snakes um, and collect some stars with Shane Ritchie. And uh, he's petrified of snakes. And throughout the process, he was uh, going... Happy place, happy place, turf more, turf more, happy place, happy place, turf more, happy place. <laughs> and it, when he came out of that, he um, he told uh, Anton Deck that his brother, who is in the SAS or something, had, t- had recommended that if he's in a bad situation, he think about his happy place. And his happy place is turf more. Yeah. Uh, which is, I mean, if yeah. that's, as Anton or Deck said, if that's his happy place, I'd hate to think what his sad place is. Um, but uh, so we, we, we've been asked by John 0368 has said if we if we were locked inside Turf Moor and forced to watch Burnley play where would your happy place yeah. be? <laughs> well do you know what first instinct is it might be it could be in the flat that Ian Wyne and um, I forgot the manager's name uh Sean Dyche. Sean Dyche, the flat they share in the week. Which I'm talking about. They, they both move up to Burnley for the five days in the week um, and live together as in perfect domestic bliss. And there's a few, I think it was Athletic piece three, four weeks ago about, you know, just how one of them will be watching telly and the other one will be kind of hoovering the lounge in their boxes. And it's, it's that kind of, it's, I feel like it's probably an episode of Men Behaving Badly every, yeah. every day. Oh yeah, it stinks in that flat, definitely. A hundred percent. Yeah, so, yeah I, maybe... I, I like that. That's a happier place than Turf Moor. Um, yeah, I think I'd I'd probably be um, locked in a pit of snakes in the in the Welsh countryside in a castle. <laughs> that sounds nice. Yeah, that sounds nice. I think I'd be. You know what the great thing about going to a neutral game is? If it's not your team playing, it's just nicking off just before the final whistle to beat the rush and get in the pub first. Mm. that's that's where I'd be I'd be 88 minute I'd be come on, let's go first one's to the pub get a good seat for the 5.30 game get a pint in that's where I'd be that's the happy place <laughs> <laughs> stuck in turf four man that's a, that's a novel waiting to happen isn't it yeah like a mini drama um, and then Gary Hill has asked a much more sensible and FPL related question um, so he's said Spurs have a nightmare run of City, Chelsea, Arsenal and Liverpool within their next five games. So he is considering selling Harry Kane for Jamie Vardy. What are our thoughts on that? 
Rich, Rich, you're not allowed to speak on this. Um, I was going to just offer my tuppence, which would be highly unpredictable. Well. <laughs> Don't sign Harry Kane. <laughs> Do it immediately. Yeah, I, I, this has been a bit of a trend I've been seeing popping up. You know, we on our socials and stuff, we follow a lot of the accounts that are far more serious than we are. I don't know. I don't know about because they're talking about Son as well. You know, get rid of both, but I'm still saying you don't have to keep both. But Kane is, if you bought him at the beginning as well, he's increased massively in value. While he's fit, I'd be, I'd be reticent to get rid of him. Yeah, I'd wait and see what happens tonight in the England game. Whether that, I'm assuming they probably won't even play him because it's a dead rubber fixture now. So, um, yeah, I, but I think I'd stick with him. Um, whilst it's a so-called nightmare run, Spurs have been pretty decent. Um, they're second in the league, and also, like he still scores goals against big clubs. Like it doesn't matter. So, I think he's well worth keeping. But if you can somehow get Vardy in as well as Kane. Yeah. By selling some, ex- if you've got Trent, for example, or any expensive defenders, just get rid of them and bring in Jamie Vardy, which is, I'm going to try and do that maybe next week. So I'm going to hold my transfer and free up some money somewhere else to get Jamie Vardy in, maybe for Dominic Calvert-Lewin, because I've got a feeling his time is up on scoring now. Oh, they've got, they have got Fulham, Leeds and Burnley coming up though, Everton. Okay, I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing about Kane is that I, I can't remember the last North London derby he didn't score in. So getting right. him out ahead of an Arsenal game feels improved <coughs> if you're, you know, that way inclined that you pick him anyway. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of, it's bold, but I kind of think, you know, if there's an injury or if there's something that forces him out, wait for that moment. He's... Surely he's going to be up there with the top sort of three, four strikers at the end of the season, isn't he? Yeah, the problem is getting him back in. If you sell him, like yeah, when I sold KDB, you know, can you? It's so tricky to get those expensive players back in. You have to do yeah. a lot of shuffling around to make that work. And I know Vardy is a similar value to Harry Kane, but um, he is uh, he is cheaper. So um, yeah, I, I would yeah. stick Gary stick. Stick Gary stick. Um, this is a seamless segue yet again into a new feature, which I made a new jingle for. Oh, right. Repeating patterns. There you go. So, <laughs> I wanted to talk about, obviously, we're now sort of eight, nine weeks in and just wondered if there were any patterns that you guys had seen or that you thought were worth looking at that you're now following that perhaps previously you would have ignored because I've I've definitely got a couple that I usually sort of brush aside and be like no don't worry about it but now I'm like oh actually that is a thing now I have to obey that so did you guys have any or should I start with one of mine go on Rob you kick us off well mine is one I always I never used to follow and, and it's waiting until as long as you can to make your transfer or your transfers for that game week mainly because of more injuries because of increased fixtures but also the coronavirus you know that can be a a Saturday morning thing if it's a Saturday morning 11.30 deadline and suddenly your big players out you know it's I always like doing one transfer early one to try and make that little bit of money off them and two because often it's the only way you can afford them if your budget's tight but I think now it's so risky doing an early transfer on a Sunday night ahead of next week's fixtures you're totally right because the only time I've done an early transfer this season was I think I brought in Castagna and then he got injured like the day later or something 
Um, and so I actually had to play my wild card in the end because like it basically, it was like the domino effect of everything went wrong in my, in my strategy because of that. And yeah, I mean, we've seen this international break. If people made transfers at the start of the international break, just to make a bit of money, they've been screwed over by countless COVID diagnoses and yeah, just nightmare situation for people. Yeah. Chilwell was the most fourth transferred in player. I mean, he might be all right, but he could be injured this weekend. That's a lot of people. A quarter of a million nearly transferred in Chilwell this game week. Um, So, yeah, I think that's really, yeah, super advice. I don't don't normally chase value. I do normally leave it quite late, which means I tend to have a team at the end that has quite a low value. But I think that's, yeah, you've got to do it this season. It's just too risky. Otherwise. Yeah. And my, my other one was just kind of what we touched on really with Tottenham, that there's no such thing as a difficult fixture or a guaranteed clean sheet. I mean, there's, there's kind of th- tends to be every weekend, there's three games that have four or five goals in them that perhaps you don't see coming. You know, last game week, it was Palace and Leeds and Chelsea and Sheffield United and sorry, Rich, like Villa, Arsenal, like, you know, a lot of those, you might've seen the result going one way, but no one really saw all those goals going in. You know, I just think there's, I, I don't know. I don't think there's bankers yet. Maybe it will level out in a few weeks, but at the moment, it still feels like it can go anyway with any team, really. Yeah, yeah. I think there's um, like a you know, there's always the form versus fixtures debate, and it's it's form this year, isn't it? Um, yeah. You know, you, you look at yeah, perfect example: Arsenal at the Emirates versus Villa. You think it's probably going to be a cagey-ish game. Arsenal might nick a goal win, yeah. but yeah, if you look at the form of Villa before that. You know, they just carry it on and they're playing so well. Um, so, yeah, so form players and form teams, I think, are the sort of two patterns, I'd say. Like, I mean, Villa's run fixtures now. I'm probably going to have Grealish and Matt Taylor in my team for the next five game weeks. I was going to say, you only have to look at, um, uh, like, Leeds, for example, on that. Like, they've, they're the, they've conceded the most amount of goals equal to West Brom. 17 goals but then they are scoring for fun and you know old bloody Patrick Bamford is still scoring goals so it's kind of you've got to look at the goals that the people can create and uh, and I'm and moving on to your premium defenders thing I think defenders are out you know that the years the last few seasons of having having uh, you know attacking wing backs is is over really isn't it it's like Let's just get in, just get in a cheap, cheap defenders that might get you a clean sheet. Um, but the clean sheets are so hard to come by. Yeah, I think you're looking at, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of looking at defenders that can make attacking returns. Like you say, you're not guaranteed those six points from clean sheets from anyone, really. No, it's almost like you want a back five of wing backs, right? That seems to be the. The trend, whereas there was a phase when centre-backs were scoring a lot of bonus points for clearances and all that business. But having said that, Tyrone Mings is up there, isn't he? He's one of the highest scoring defenders, so it's um, still worth a look at a decent centre-back. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, I, 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 Kurt Zuma's like 5.1 million, something like that. I've got him. Um, there are a few yeah. sort of more expensive defenders, so... Um, but yeah, I think there's there's just so many weird things. I, like diff- goalkeepers, you know, for, his, for the last few seasons, I've pretty much always gone with a premium goalkeeper. I've, I'm not bothering with that because the premium goalkeepers aren't keeping clean sheets. So you're better off having a 
you know a McCarthy or even a Carl Darlow who's like just getting the saves the save points and uh, maybe the occasional clean sheet yeah yeah actually one of our favorites Fabianski's back in my mind I think he's five million which is slightly more than I want to want to pay for a keeper really I'm both mine 4.5 and I don't like you well I don't see any reason to increase that but mm. Fabianski is tr- in in my mind um because they've got some good fixtures and he always picks up tons of save points yeah Oh man, did you see that Lutman penalty? Just, oh, just yeah, curling my. T- uh, that poor guy, man. I mean, there's there's times when you play it and you just you laugh your head off, but just seeing how like the arse had fallen out of his world afterwards, yeah. I just thought, the way he tried to sort of almost like in that second as the ball was in the air, almost like he tried to sort of lunge for it somehow, and that, just, as in Lutman. I just think do it if your team are top of the league and you're three 0 up in a match, but don't do it when you're bottom of the league and need a goal like it's just uh, if I were if I were Lampard I would lamp him one not Lampard um, oh, Parker they're just cousin. handsome good looking nice coiffured men so I got them confused they're cousins aren't they no that's uh, Lampard and uh, uh, Redknapp uh, no, that's, that's a pattern isn't it actually the uh, uh, the evolution of the handsome manager yeah <laughs> Scott Park Scott Parker is somehow um he's like married to some oh, married to or something Carly Parker who is Harry Arter's sister <laughs> that's it that's it <laughs> that's that's who that's who you're thinking of Rob but, yeah that could, that could be our repeating patterns for next the next podcast of, of family family trees in football. But um, yeah, he I have I have a, a couple of mates who are Fulham fans, and Parker shrugs his shoulders too much. Does my head in. It's like you're a manager. You need to be like believing what you're saying. And every every post match interview, watch his shoulders. We should do a count actually of how many shoulders <laughs> shrug. <laughs> too much. Too much. Um, Speaking of families, this is getting really tenuous now. Should we talk to some children? Oh, yeah. Children. 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 For my captain this week, yeah. who do I choose? toddler captain tips we are currently at four two ahead for the youngsters they are dominating ever so slightly as they have done for previous seasons can you, can you yeah. dominate ever so slightly is that a possible <laughs> yeah kids can they, they're very crafty they can they can dominate ever so slightly so our, our friend um richie skidmore who's five-year-old son vincent gave us a toddler captain tip live from the bath last season um yeah. Richie has sent another one and as as is with uh, Richie's form that it's probably more of him than it is the child but um I'll let Richie take it away now um <clears throat> uh, hello good afternoon and uh, welcome to this uh, lockdown special of toddler captain uh, live from uh, Vincent's den in that uh... I built by myself. Okay, thanks, Vincent. I was going to introduce you, but thank you. Go straight in there. Um, big shout out to all the parents out there living their best life in lockdown. Uh, we're currently on the floor of the lounge in your den. Is your den extra special? Yep. 
What's so good about it? Because you can go in it. Right. And uh, you can go right to the end and there's a secret passageway. Wow, that sounds amazing. Okay. Uh, right, okay, let's go in and look at Toddler Captain. Uh, so, your two choices, Vincent, are Bruno Fernandes, that's the man there in, in red, who plays for a team called Man United. They used to win things a long, long time ago, before you were born, and they're not going to win anything for probably another 20 years. Okay? Or there's this guy, he's called Sadio Mane, and he plays for a team called Liverpool. Have you heard of Liverpool? Yes, it's the stupidest team ever. Okay. Uh, still on the path for adoption. Um, okay, and uh, who do you, would you like to uh, have as your team captain? Um, who are who? Uh, so it's Bruno Fernandes of Man, uh, Man United or uh, uh, Sadio Mane of Liverpool. Uh, what? What's his name again? That's in Manchester United. Bruno Fernandes. Bruno Fernandes. Oh, confirmed. Okay, live from the den here on the beach in Cash Alton. Uh, Bruno Fernandes should be your star man for the, this uh, next uh, round of fixtures. Okay, say, say goodbye, Vincent. Bye. There we go. Thank you. Bye. There you go. Concise, concise and short as ever. Thank you, Richard. Yeah. Bruno, Bruno Fernandes. <laughs> the man. I enjoyed it coming from the secret den. That was a nice touch. Yeah, you got to make the make the most of the secret den opportunities at the moment, haven't you? Yeah, yeah lots of cardboard boxes arriving for people. I imagine in the next few weeks, so yeah. den building opportunities galore. I think I think that's a pretty good shout. Yeah, you both tipped him as we well. We both tipped you, so. him. Yeah, Vincent knows his stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll probably captain him. Vincent might have just swung it for me. Yeah, yeah, I haven't that's got, right. I haven't got him. So. <laughs> I mean, I t- this is my standard. I've tipped two players that I haven't got, so they're both still really well, and I'll rue the day that I didn't bother bringing them in. Okay, we'll, we'll check in next week on how Vincent got on, and uh, we should have a look ahead to game weeks. What are we looking at? Nine? Game week nine. Ten, aren't we? Yeah, nine and ten. I mean, the important thing to say is that free football is back. They've ditched the stupid pay-per-view Woo-hoo! rubbish and there is oh, Ful- Fulham versus Everton is on BBC uh, One on Sunday at midday. So there's some free football for anyone that doesn't have BT or Sky, which is Excellent. rather lovely. Uh, and I think there's some more Amazon Prime games coming as well. Um, so, yeah, good to have not uh, £15 matches. Definitely. How does this impact your family life, Rob? Because I, I foresee a problem this weekend in that, you know, my children and wife have been through a nice dearth of um, football. They've had yeah. a lot of my time and I now probably want to turn it on around midday and then turn it off at 9pm. I've got a shocker this weekend. It's my wife's birthday on Saturday. Oh, how selfish. <laughs> so, 
the chance of me watching any football on Saturday is very slim. So, and I'd like to be watching Spurs Man City. So I do the I do the um, I'm not in a position where I can have have football on TV in the living room. It's like I can at night when the kids are in bed for match of the day, but during the day it's just never going to happen. So I've got the phone pass, which is quite nice. So I have it while I'm cooking or clearing up. That works quite well, you know, on in the background sort of vibe. So I might get away with it if I keep the volume low and I put some music on maybe. But um, for me, my new rule, I don't, I don't know if I've shared this with you, but you know I had that thing about saving my captain for as late as I can in the game week. Well, my new rule is it has to be in one of the last, the final three games, my captain. So... So who's that this weekend? So you're going Bur- Bur- Burnley Palace, are you? That's your big match. <laughs> Liverpool Leicester on Sunday night at 7.15. Then it's Burnley Palace half five Monday. Then it's Wolves Southampton. So it feels like it's either going to be Zaha against Burnley, which is always a bit of a gamble, or stick with a, I don't know, a Salah, a Salah consistent bet. It's not really where I want to put my captain, but... Risky, risky with COVID. Yeah, yeah it is, isn't it? It is, but I'm saving it for a treat. I have you got? Have you got um, Raúl Jiménez or any Wolves players? Not, not of note. No, I've only got a, def- a defender. I've only got Sice who hasn't been playing. I think given the choice, yeah, I like Fernandez. I don't know. It's um, well, you can't have one. you can't have Fernandez because he's Man U West Brom, which is on the first day of the first day. Yeah, and I can't risk it putting me in a stinky mood on my wife's birthday either. So. They, I mean, they, I mean, again, against my rules, but Chelsea players against Newcastle, Zayek's been bought in a lot, hasn't he? If, if either of you two got him? No, I've not. I'm, I'm looking at him. But I've got Tammy, um, who I brought in on my wild card, uh, and he is his ownership is still really low. So I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about captaining him. Would you ever captain in the first, the first fixture of a, of a game week? I always avoid that. I might I mean, do. I would. I might do, you know. Yeah. Who, who knows? I'm yeah, very tempted. Say, well, that's the FPL dream, isn't it? When you get ahead of the curve, bringing yeah. someone in and yeah. see the plane. That, that's bold moves. Well, I like it. I bought Ziyech in um, because I had a bit of cash and wasn't. I had Pulisic actually pre wildcard, who's obviously died somewhere and shriveling up. Um, and I thought Ziyech was the obvious replacement. So I'm hopeful he'll do well. And that could be FPL curse. 400,000 transfers, I think, nearly. Uh, I, I had Ziyech in my first draft, you know, before... Because it was a blank game week, game week one, wasn't it? I don't know if it was for Chelsea. Or, he was injured, actually. But do you remember we had that whole mess of, like, no Man City or Liverpool in game week one, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Man City or... Ma- it was Man City and Man United. Oh, was it Man United? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. So, um, I, I've, I've got a soft spot for Ziyech, and now seems the time to get him in. So, I'm trying to free up money to get him. But I don't want to get rid of Son because whenever I do that, he he scores double figures, as you know. Yeah. Are you guys? Um, have you guys got Hamels? Hamels. I had Rodrigo. him. I had him and got rid of him when he got injured, um, which turned out was only for one match. So oh, yeah. I might. I don't know. I'm, I can't bring him in at the moment. I'm saving my transfer, but let's see how he gets on because he actually hasn't. That's a good. Start. I don't think he's done very well since he's come back. Maybe he has. I can't remember. Yeah, I read something that he's been playing, well, that injury, he's been playing slightly inhibited because of it. And he hasn't returned, I don't think, last couple of game weeks. But I don't know, just a fixture against Fulham and then, then Leeds and Burnley. It's like you feel you've got to have some Everton in there. I mean, everyone's got DCL, haven't they? But yeah, I, I was also looking at Richarlison, who is yeah. back and he's under 4% owned. He is a forward, yeah. 
Yeah. He was play- they, they haven't played as well without him as they were with him. And he could he could be in line to get some points this week. I mean, I won't bring him in, but I am looking at him. Yeah, there's a lot of people I'm looking at. What about Man City? Do you think they might be about to hit a bit of form? They've got Spurs, then they've got Burnley. Then they are... Fulham, yeah. Do you think that's a good shout? Or? I mean, post post the Spurs match, you've got to think about some of their players. But at the moment, it's just been there's not been anyone that's really leapt out apart from like Carl Walker. <laughs> oh, I, I can I could never sign him. He, he's still actually in my brain is categorised as a Spurs player. So mm. he's such an obnoxious character. He's absolutely hideous. Um, <laughs> but I did notice that um, Fernand Torres played quite well last game week. And yeah. I think he hit a hat trick for Spain in a six-nil thrashing of Germany. He did the other night. But uh, you know, it's classic pet roulette dilemma, isn't it? But if he does play, he seems in great form. And Jesus hasn't really come back and done it yet. Definitely a fluky touch last game week as well. <laughs> yeah, get to make this one. Go. I don't even debate that. Your um, your Fernand Torres thing. A friend of mine is back in one of my FPL leagues who hasn't been in it for years. And he had him like game week two or three as captain. And I was like, that was weird. He wasn't even starting. I think he was coming on for like 20 minutes. And I asked him what, what his thinking was there. I thought maybe he's got a tip from someone, you know, in Spain or whatever. And he, and he confessed that he thought it was Fernando Torres. <laughs> <laughs> and he was really cheap. And he was uh, like, great. I, <laughs> well, I guess there was echoes of that like, uh, the other night, wasn't there? With, um, you know, it's a hat-trick for Spain. Torres, Torres, Torres. Yeah. Fernando. I admire his honesty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good one to put your hands up to. Cancelo as well, I'm uh, thinking about for City. Yeah. He's a bit more, but he's, I think he started last four um, and he gets forward a hell of a lot. There's a lot of crosses. I've had him for a couple of weeks. He's been a bit of a match of the day, sort of, oh, look, you know, he's getting in the box a lot and just thought, why not? Differential punt. Yeah, yeah, that was the Tom Roberts tip, wasn't it? Watch Monday Night Football, see the analysis and see who's good. And he's one who's cropping up, like you say, on the highlights programmes. Yeah, just, just well, the, the tip is just actually watch some matches, which definitely <laughs> yeah. definitely works for me. I mean, I remember last season you know, when we discovered David Brooks um, and that was just because I saw him on Match of the Day in week one and I was like, this guy looks good. And he was. Oh, he's got to get a move to the Premier League in January, hasn't he? He's back yeah, playing, isn't he? He scored for Wales. Uh, he scored for Wales in the week. Uh, yeah, he's a good player, rather, David. Rather dishy header. Yeah. So you two, who are you two going captain for game week? Game week nine, and let's go ten. Let's go really far ahead as well. Okay. Game week nine. I mean, obviously it can change, but this is Wednesday. You could, you could choose them now, and we'll see if it changes. I've currently got Kane as captain with Tammy as my vice for game week nine. Um, for game week 10, I am undoubtedly um, going to get Vardy in um, and, yeah. and captain Vardy against Fulham. That is my... Um, it's a Monday, Monday late afternoon fixture as well. So you've got the whole weekend to look forward to it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll almost certainly be doing that as well, Will. Yeah, Jamie. as long as as long as nothing goes wrong with Jamie, then I will be bringing him in, uh, transferring him in, uh, and captaining yeah. him. I guess I've got to go Salah or Zaha, as mentioned earlier for this weekend, in the last final three fixtures, and then next, looking ahead to game week ten, Arsenal, Wolves, Leicester, Fulham, or West Ham, Villa, as you just mentioned um, with Leicester, Fulham. Yeah, Leicester player would be a good shout, or maybe go Villa and go for a goal fest there. 
Who knows? What do you think about Arsenal Wolves, Rich? Uh, not a lot, if I'm no. honest. <laughs> they're, they're, they're a team that don't seem to concede too many chances and we're a team that definitely don't create many chances. So it doesn't feel like a 2-2 thriller, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, I have got Bellerin in my team, actually, because Arsenal have been doing all right defensively and he's been getting forward a reasonable yeah. amount. I've had him all season, so I probably will stick with him, but... Yeah, I, I don't know. That game feels like a 1-0 Wolves victory, probably. Yeah. Did you hear that they're talking about... I mean, it sounds like nonsense, but they're talking about trialling fans back in again in December. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it looks like the, the, the sport minister is... Um, Oliver Dowden's pushing for that, isn't he? Or it's in, in his proposals to do some test games pre-Christmas. Well, would you go? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't even hesitate... It's, yeah. far, it's far less risky to me than sitting in a house with my two children and wife who have been at school all day. Or, yeah. you know, today, just today, I heard my other half's sick form was sent home because there was an outbreak. So right. walking to a stadium and then yeah. sitting four metres from someone is fine. Yeah. Yeah. In the, the that, North, that Northern Ireland fixture during the, the, the qualifier for the Euros, did you see there were a thousand fans allowed into that and they all went through this like thing where they get sprayed? Um, you know, yeah. do that. Surely, do it's, yeah, get mystified. Yeah, yeah, no queue at the bar. Um, yeah, queue at the bar, yeah, it sounds all right. That's it? all right. Yeah. I might be able to make a whole afternoon of it. I could tell, could tell the family it's like a a 12.30 kickoff and then just, just disappear, come home at seven. And say you've well, got to be tested, they test you and it's got to, it takes like two hours to get results, so you just need to be there for the whole day. Additional measures, yeah, demisting at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Demist every item of clothing. <laughs> yeah. I have to try and find my season ticket, though. I haven't seen it since February, so it's somewhere in the house. Gathering dust. Wow. Yeah. Right, that's gutted. So we'll be back in a couple of weeks and we'll hopefully have a special guest. But also, looking ahead to December, we should do a Christmas special and have a few drinks. Oh, yes. Maybe a, a, a little Christmas quiz with Neil, uh, a bit of a nostalgia. Christmas yeah, quiz would be good. A special guest and maybe find a, a rancid drink that Jamie Vardy's into or something. <laughs> yeah, we should put that out to listeners if you've heard of any rancid drinks, footballers drink, or even you would like to partake in. Maybe yeah. let us know and we'll, we'll drink it on the show. <laughs> love it <laughs> alright guys work, thanks see you soon everyone. see you soon guys bye please um, rate and review my daddy's podcast so he doesn't get cross <laughs>